video, we got a real banger on our hands today. I knew it. I could feel it, like, from the very beginning. The moment I walked in, there was this palatable It's like electricity. Energy. Yeah. Electricity in the air. There's it's just like, so much to talk about. It's like warm, hot knife through warm butter. Yeah. Just, just, wow. Yeah, just that's like the noise that. a hot <laughs> knife makes through warm butter. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I've yeah. never heard that noise. I guess it's, the knife wasn't hot enough when I did it. This is episode 30. 30. No wonder it feels so old. Three zero. Exciting. That's big. That's Tech a big Yet number. Games. Moving into the future. Yeah. One episode at a time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically that is, that is accurate. Every moment is one step further into the future for the Tech Yet Games podcast. And everyone else. Well... I'm not worried about that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. How dare you? We'll focus on what we're doing here. Uh, thank you guys for listening today. Um, you might notice we're actually gonna we gotta have a sponsor today. Nice. Yeah, I gotta do that after this actually, so it is not actually cut yet, but it's coming. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. I yeah. can't wait to hear it. Well, long story short, I had to switch providers. So if there's any disruption in uh, getting the show, I apologize. Um, but I'm working on getting it to you in a timely end. You're putting the tech in tech, yeah. I'm putting the tech in tech, yeah. Yeah. As the host, engineer, and CEO of Tech Yeah Industries. It's just all around. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. we got to make this dream a reality. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with a new segment. Okay. Well, let's introduce ourselves first, just in case we have a first-time listener. Everyone here is old <laughs> pros. Well, if you say that. I'm My, Leo. He's Leo. He's a professional writer. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's gamer, true. Gamer, reader. Not a professional gamer. Yeah, you've been paid to play games before. That is true. So, All professional right, gamer. You know what? I'll take it. Professional writer. All around good guy. Tech extraordinaire. Leo. <laughs> I'm Tony. I'm definitely a professional gamer. Oh, hell yeah. Tech yeah. Tech yeah. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. I'm not a writer. But you write with words like audio. Yeah, I'm a I'm More a, a speaker. Le- I'm I a guess. lyricist. There you go. I'm dropping bars on people. Okay, <laughs> that's a rap term. Just oh, thank you. I wouldn't up. have known. Heads up. That's that's referring to rap music. Okay. Um. So this this hot segment I mentioned earlier is called Tony's terribly tough trivia. Oh shit. That sounds uh very difficult. Yeah, I'm gonna drop one. Super difficult. Very. <sighs> specific trivia question on you okay and you got to answer it audience why don't you play along all right i want to see your i want you to email me your answers before you hear the 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 true answers the true answers meaning your answers the right answers so this is really just an excuse for you to tell people how to feel is that correct no this is specific things they're very specific you can uh tweet them at us take podcast or you can email us take podcast gmail.com find it on the website so, the question for today. All right, I'm ready. Very, very tough question. Leo. I got to find how I actually worded the question because I wrote it down. Wow, it's that specific. I'm kind of scared. very, very specific. Uh, but I can't find our Discord right now. So, oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm clicking every other Discord but ours. <laughs> uh-huh. It's about video games, too, just so you know. Oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be about, like, you know. French Revolution. We really talked a lot. All right. I don't know where I wrote the question, but I remember it. If you could be best friends with any video game character, who would it be and why? Wow. Shit, that is tough. Mm-hmm. There's so many, and you got to pick the right one. Well, I think my problem is like, 
Is it because they're nice? Because they do cool shit and I want to like experience it with them? Is it because they look cool? Or is it about like, that's not, is it about like who would be the best friend? Please no questions about the questions. Well, shit, man. I'm just trying to give you an insight into my thought process here. Yeah. No questions about the questions, please. Well, I want to say Link just because he's so like brave and friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably not child Link just because hanging out with a child all the time would be A, creepy and B, you know, would probably get on your nerves. I don't know, man. I guess I'm going to say Link. There's, I'm sure there's a lot more nuance I could give to this, but I'm going to just go with my gut and say Link from the Legend of Zelda series. That's a really good guess. Is there a game specifically you choose Link from? I guess Twilight Princess, just because he seems the oldest. Mm, that's a really interesting and good guess. It's wrong. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, it's wrong. Was I close? Uh, you were actually really close. Really? Yeah. Well, so the actual right answer for who would be the best video game best friend? Squall. Uh, it's Cass, Cass from Breath of the Wild. Oh, he can play you dope songs on a sick accordion. That he can fly is like cool. a bird. Uh, sing, seemed, yeah, sing. He's got righteous stories. Uh, the correct answer was Cass from Breath of the Wild. Wow, I was really close though. You were super. close. I got the right. Series. I thought you were like there. I mean, I chose him a little more obscure because I think a main character and one that doesn't talk would be a little rough for a best friend. You know what's kind of sad is I thought about that. I was like, that sounds pretty nice. The best friend who doesn't talk. You just have to listen to me. Occasionally, he'd go, wah! But that's it. I never have to listen to him complain. It'd be great. That's He'd only say, wah, if he was doing like that third sword strike on you. Yeah, or when he gets hit, he goes, kah, kah, kah. Uh, Yeah, he <laughs> rolls down a hill. Uh, Cass, all right, that's fair. You know what? I like this segment. Yeah, so you were close. You almost nailed it. Uh, audience, I want to know what you guessed before I told you the absolute correct answer. Or if you disagree, I'd love to hear. Wait, how could you disagree? I'm sure I'm sure they'll have a compelling reason. Let us know. But I chose the right answer. Well, maybe they disagree with your answer is what I'm saying. Well, then you're wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Now that we got through that business. Yeah, I like that. We should do that again. Oh, we'll do it again. Don't okay. worry. It's coming. This is a this is a new segment. Okay. Is, we're keeping it, huh? Yeah, we're keeping it. This is a hit. It's already a hit. I can tell. I kind of feel like it too. Audience loves it. <laughs> uh, so now, now that we're through that business, Leo, what have you been playing this week? So this week was an interesting one. Um, I played Spider-Man, and you know what I realized? It's so mindless that I really like it. While we were watching the movie we're going to talk about later um, in the YouTube show, I started getting a little bored in the movie. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> and I started playing Spider-Man with the volume off, just collecting the random shit. And in a funny way, that sort of my major criticism of the game is it's very like uh, open world. It got to hit all these marks and check all these towers, and it's very much like checklist-based. But I found that I actually really enjoyed it with the sound off while I was watching a movie. I was just swinging around New York, collecting backpacks, and I had a lot of fun with that. I spent a couple hours. I think I almost unlocked everything you can find just because I was like doing it mindlessly and actually really enjoying it. Sometimes that's the highest praise. Right? Yeah. Like, it's just good to do while totally. like, you just do it. You can just be in the world. Just and I've never stuff. done that before. I'm so, I never play single player games um, without the sound like without being focused on it you know sometimes i will multiplayer games but i I try and take them pretty seriously and like i wasn't doing the missions or any of that stuff because the writing is good and i do i I am kind of interested in the story and it's fun it's well told so i don't think the story is mindless but all that open world shit that i kind of wasn't enjoying trick is you just got to put on a shitty movie yeah (laughs) and then just like go through it mindlessly that's quite fun a lot of my gaming time is spent either listening to podcasts or watching youtube videos yeah mindlessly like work my way around a game yeah that's kind of new to me but you've talked about that before and there is something kind of charming about it um so yeah i might explore that a little bit further 
It's the way to be, man. It's the way to be. Well, I think there's something to be said for really sitting down and fully investing yourself in a game as well. Yeah, and you it's know, the of way course. to be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see you're very stubborn today. Yeah, I'm in a mood. You know, you know all the right answers, don't you? Well, you know, it was called Tony's Terribly. <laughs> I know, but we're not doing game. that anymore. And yet you're I'm still... just saying, I feel like you're holding a grudge. <laughs> but my I didn't name get the right was answer. in the title of the trivia. Yeah. So let's move on, is what I'm saying. All right, all right. I'll okay, move on. let's move. <laughs> let's move the fuck on. Anything else you've been playing this week? Yeah, I played some Fire Emblem. I um I started over, like I told you last week. I think I couldn't handle, I just couldn't handle the heat, man. I couldn't handle the heat of knowing if my character died, that was it. Mm. And I didn't realize this, but you you have to reset the whole game to switch it to casual. You yeah. can't do it in a menu, which having, makes sense. Having sweet sweet Petra out there. Oh, like you know, yeah, vulnerable Petra or vulnerable. like all the cool people. Yeah, I've gotten like Petra's per- the only one that matters. I got quickly attached to the people. At, at, at first, it was like, who cares? But I've gotten quickly attached to them, and so yeah, I restarted, got through it, and now I'm enjoying it a lot more. Um, that game is strangely good at ingratiating you. To it the is in it's a very weird good. way. Yeah, it's odd because they don't seem particularly interesting. And I don't, I don't love the writing. You yeah, know, it's like, okay. It's yeah. like it's fine, but I do really like the the fact that you can have them talk to each other. Yeah, like the sheer amount. I know we talked about this last time, but it continues to impress me. The sheer amount of writing in the game and the sheer amount of dialogue is pretty mind-boggling. It's just, like, yeah, they exist in that world so well that it's yeah, like so uh, it's so easy to kind of give them weight because they have a place in that world. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. And the fact that it's like it feels like a big game and the space is big, but it's actually not that big. No, it's, it's just a few areas you can explore. But they did such a good job of making it feel big and cohesive and. And it evolves so much. Like, it's just not even, like, in yeah. the way the space is, but, like, who's in the spaces and yeah. how the space is being used changes yeah, and like so the, much. the teachers and... Yeah, it's very cool. It's a very it's a very unique game. I'm really enjoying it. And it's unlike anything I've played. I'm not familiar with it. So, I'm really enjoying it. I, uh, I really like... What was I going to say? Oh, one thing I don't like, which I'm curious to see how this changes, is I do not like the fact that we're, like, working for a church. Mm. I'm not a religious guy, but even if I was, it's like a... Um, the way they talk, and I'm sure this will come in, like the the main lady who's running. There's no spoilers here, but there's this series of missions you do, and at one point she's like, "We'll show the people what happens if you try and turn your sword against the church or turn your sword against the heavens." Yeah, and I was like, "This, this is creepy." I feel like I'm working for like the Inquisition or something. Yeah, and it's, it's righteous kind of a, fury, bro. Yeah, I guess righteous, maybe they they really think they're right. But there is something kind of funny about it. I'm doing all stuff and trying to further this agenda, and then I realize all of a sudden it clicked. Like, wait a minute, what if we're the baddies? But anyway, oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll play into that, and it's kind of fun, but it was interesting, that revelation of like, I don't want to work for the church. Church is creepy, especially this one. Mm, you definitely work for the church. You're yeah. fishing for the church, cooking meals for the church, yeah. serving tea. Hanging out. Growing flowers. Hanging out with Bernadette in the church. Oh, hanging out with Bernadette in the church, huh? No, no, I mean, just like... I'm That's just, what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. She won't even come out of her room. Just have some lunch with her, make some tea, yeah. you know? She just cracks happens. me up, because she's so like... Insecure. She's funny. I it, like her. It just yeah. makes me laugh. Her writing just makes me laugh because she's so like, she's always screaming and crying. It's kind yeah. of funny. And then yeah. your character doesn't speak, so she, your character is just like putting her hands out. Yeah. I just like Bernadette's when, like, ah! Well, then like Bernadette does have these moments where she's just like, oh, like you totally like took me out of this, right? Like you kind yeah. of saved me for myself and it's cool. Yeah. It's cool I did, watching her grow. I did a scene where I had her and Edelgard talk and Edelgard's like, Basically, like, why are you following me around? It's creepy. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. She's like, it's fine. Just relax. Anyway, it's fun. It's a fun game. It's a very interesting game. Good so game. I played that a few hours. Still have a long way to go, but I'm enjoying it. And then the game I played a lot of was Quake Champions. I heard about this. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it. Um, I had this sudden hankering 
one night to play Hank, like yeah to play like an old school fps i was thinking like the first time i played unreal or back in the day when i would play uh quake 3 a little bit and you know that vibe you get from those old like early 2000 late 90s early 2000 shooters they're just so fast and they're so simple and i don't mean that in a bad way but there's just something so like pure about them mm-hmm. and i miss that a little bit like i love overwatch it's a lot of fun but I just felt like I want something mindless, kind of like you were saying. And so I booted up Quake 3, actually. Played that for a while, but, you know, there's no one playing that. And I was playing in spots, but it's not that fun. Kind of scratched the itch a little bit. But then I booted up Quake Champions, which is nice because it has that level of polish. It's newer. It runs great. Um, and it's fun, man. There's an insta-gib mode that I was playing when you came in. And it's one-shot kills, which I love. It's just so much more tense. There's less uh, strategy involved. It's more just... You know, who gets the shot off first? Who aims better? You were nailing some dudes. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not good yet, but yeah, I'm telling you, put on the Doom soundtrack or like some metal and turn off the sound and just leave the environment sounds on and just play for an hour or so. It's really quite soothing and like very MLG. Yeah. It was fun. But anyway, I've really been enjoying it. And then like, I do agree that the way they structured the paywall in Quake Champions is not, I don't, A, I don't quite understand it. B, it seems a little frustrating, especially how many cosmetics there are and how locked they are. Yeah, there's some awkward things in the way, like, the thing I remember is trying to, like, I couldn't make a group. Yeah, I remember I we talked about that. Pay. Yeah, like, the cosmetics I don't really, like, are, I find very understandable, but to be like, oh, no, you can't be a host of a group. You're like, what is happening? Yeah, to be fair, I can't really speak to that because, A, I haven't tried it, and B, I have the, like, unlocked version because I got a code, so it has, like, a... All the characters are unlocked, so I haven't been as affected by the paywall as some people have. But I, I can see even just navigating the cosmetic structure, it's very weird. Yeah. And, like, uh, it's free, so I get it. I, I I don't really have an opinion on it yet, but I can understand why someone might be like, fuck this. I'd rather just pay 10 bucks and play, what's it called, Quick Live. Yeah, and this will kind of lead into a later story, but, like, uh, free-to-play game monetization has a long way to go. And, it does. like, finding a, a equitable kind of... Uh, uh, kind of well-received path to yeah one being profitable but also uh being kind of fun and fun to participate in yeah know? i was on reddit kind of reading about it comparing it to quake live which is 10 bucks but it's also quake 3 engine so it's much older and there's fewer people playing it so it was there's kind of a big debate between which one you should play um and someone did say for quake champions consider the free-to-play a demo and you really have to pay the 10 or 15, 20 bucks for the pack that yeah. unlocks everyone. And, and that's really the game. So even though it is free to play, yeah, there's there's a lot to it. You know, it's not quite as simple necessarily as... I'll be honest. I don't like that idea. And yeah. I think a lot of free to play games kind of follow that sort of model where like you're kind of not expected to play the free to play version. I feel like ESOs like that in a lot of ways too. Elder Scrolls Online where it's like, oh, it's there's no monthly fee. Don't worry. You know, like... You buy the game and you can play it, and then it's like, oh, this is cool. Then you buy, uh, you know, I think I bought, I can't remember what it was called, uh, but I bought one of them and I played that story, and it was very good. So I got to the end of that story and was like, oh, I can't even like travel the world. Like, yeah, you know, I am now locked out from the entire game, and it's like, oh, well, if you pay a monthly fee, you can access everything, or you can buy another story, and it's like, oh, this isn't really free to play you know what i mean like like yeah the story i bought i got to play through and that was fine and i don't think it was a bad value like that's not my point it's just this kind of 
it, I feel like it's a bit misleading to feel like you're going to jump in this game and be able to kind of fully participate in it without investing in it. And then you're not really, that's not really the case. But couldn't you make the argument like the $15 fee or however much it is? I mean, that's how much WoW is. That's how much Final Fantasy is, except you also can try it for free. So couldn't you argue it's no different? It's just uh, no, the barrier to entry is lower? No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I don't think that's untrue. I think the the messaging that that there is no barrier to entry, right? Like, is that real messaging, or is that what, just what you thought? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's. That, I think that no monthly fee is kind of one of the tenants selling that game. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily true to playing the full game. Right? No, I think that's fair, and also that game in particular, which I really like. I like I it too. I like the shit out too. of. So clearly, you know, we're coming from a place of we like it, but. Uh, there's also a lot of cosmetics in that game, yeah. Which and is kind of like, all right. And I don't think the modernization in that game is unfair. Like, no, don't no, get no. me wrong. Yeah, I, I'm not coming. It's just, it's just maybe not ideal. Yeah, and I think Quake's the same way, where you kind of, oh, it's free to play. Jump in, play with your friends. And yeah. You jump in, you're like, oh, Ooh. like I have to pay for this. Like, yeah. Like it's that's totally fair. Actually, if anyone's tried it, I'd be curious to hear because, like I said, I, I got I was fortunate and got a pack immediately, so I haven't experienced that. But anyway, that's it. I've been playing a lot of it. Yeah, because. I will say, like, and I, I've spoken as before, but my experience was I had a group. We got together. It was kind of game night. And we're all like, oh, Quake's free. Like, let's all jump in and play Quake. And we all installed it. We all jumped into the game. Got the shitty Bethesda Tried launcher. to add each other as friends. Um, and then, like, couldn't group. And we're just like, what? Like, we can't group, you know? And so we're looking around, and someone starts Googling it. And, you know, 30 minutes after frustratingly trying, it's like, oh, because you're free to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that sucks. And you're just like, well, this game's free to play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that that's kind of yeah. what I mean. You, no, you kind fair. of feel misled by the yeah. marketing around it. Well, it's also weird because it's still early access, I guess. Yeah. Which is, is like, what? It's been I've been playing it for like two years, so yeah. it's, it's very weird. I don't know what that's about. But anyway, it's fun. Yeah. I really am enjoying it. It's really scratching that itch of like, again, like you said, just mindless, but it's so Twitch-based, and I do feel like I'm getting better very quickly. That's good. Which is kind of a cool feeling. It's so uh, straightforward that the skill level, or the skill ceiling, I think, is probably pretty high. I think that's the joy of shooters in general. Yeah, that, and that's, that, exactly, that's what I kind of wanted to get back to, was like, I don't have to worry as much about strategy. I'm sure there's high-level strategy, of course, and a meta and everything, but the way I'm playing it is really just crank up the metal and just fucking run around and get shot and shoot and everyone explodes it's very fun it's very pure yeah anywhere you can kind of chase that feeling of mastery is so fun yeah you know yeah and i feel like shooters and the more raw they get the more you kind of get to do that yeah kind of exemplify that yeah i've really been enjoying it i think i asked you did you play quake at all um like it's been around forever but have you played any of them or did you ever get into any of it i played original quake a little bit like I, i honestly it's one of those games i remember like i didn't have like a a PC at home. I had a Mac at home, so I played StarCraft when I was a kid on oh, PC. Yeah. That was my extent of PC gaming. Well, I had like an early PC, like a 486, like Doom and stuff, right? But yeah. um, after couldn't that, handle that 3D. No, couldn't handle that. Gotta 3D. get that Voodoo card. After that, I got a Mac, uh, like a hand me down Mac. So I play StarCraft on all the time. But Diablo, yeah. Yeah, one of my really good friends had uh, a PC, like a gaming PC in Quake. And so I'd play with him uh, sometimes, but yeah, I wasn't like super into it. Um, I played a lot of UT2K4 when that came out. Oh, interesting. Which I guess isn't Quake, but, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's similar. I always put them kind of in the same vein. Yeah, in Unreal terms of that, and Quake like, kind of have that same. Yeah, like Quake 3. Well, yeah. You know. For sure. Um, you, but, know, you know, Trent Reznor did the music for Quake. Really? Yeah. It's I, awesome. Like, yeah. you can listen to the soundtrack now. It's pretty fucking good. I didn't love UT2K4, though. I played a lot of it, though. I have never played it. I played a lot really? of Unreal Tournament and a lot of Unreal, the original. 
I feel like you see 2K4 always felt like you were in like space boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think was, some people like that. Yeah, I think so too. Did uh, you know that Dudu made Unreal is the Dudu made Warframe? Or really? he, he founded the studio that made Warframe. That makes sense. Yeah. That's very interesting. He's had a very interesting life. If only he didn't love spy missions, we would have a very different relationship. Yeah, I think I sent you a link to a documentary about he Warframe. Did. I watched it and it's great. It's no clip. They make <coughs> awesome stuff. But yeah, it was a whole thing about how Warframe came out and how it was like a last minute gamble. How they were like, if this fails, we're done. And how it took like years and they just keep adding to it. And anyway, it was pretty interesting. Check it out if, if you're interested in those long form documentaries. Anyway, yeah. So that's more or less what I've been playing this week. What about you? What have you been playing this week? Uh, so I've been playing the uh, argue with your host and uh, migrate to a new platform game. What, uh, what console is that on? Uh, it's mostly on PC, but it's actually a mobile version too. I a lot of it's on your phone. Really? Is it free to play? Yeah, it's free. Well, <laughs> now it is. It wasn't <laughs> in the past, uh, but uh, I canceled my monthly subscription. Nice. Um, what else have I been playing? Um, played a lot. I finally was just like, I'm just going to finish Bloodstain. Oh, sweet. So I didn't realize how like right at the end I was. Yeah, I was telling you. I was like, dude, you have like another two hours maybe. If that. I was yeah. cause Depending I was, on how much you grind. I was literally saved right before the second Zengetsu fight. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's right literally the like the last fight before... Before you go to the snowy part. Yeah, before you kind of... Well... Or the big part. The giant part. That Wasn't was that fucking part. cool? Yeah, the giant part was That cool. was such an interesting twist. Yeah. I remember when I first went in there, I was like, why is this level so weird and like space like this? And then it clicked. I was like, oh, so cool. Yeah. You're in a giant area. Yeah. It's or like, you're small. I don't know if you're small or it's big. No, you're small because it's the same area. Oh, yeah. That's true. You're just small, which is very cool. So do you beat it though? I beat it, yeah. How how into like just grinding for shards did you get? Because I did a little bit of that. Once you once I upgraded the speed, once you like race that speed, dude, so, yeah. Once you get speed, and then you're just running back and forth. It's like a whole, totally different game. It was really fun. So I got the speed, and then I built the uh, chrysogram. Like oh, I don't know what they call it in that game. The the fast sword that yeah stays the in front of yeah yeah yeah. So I, I got that too. I built the like fully upgraded one. Mm-hmm. Same here. Um, and then I did all the secret bosses. Yep. And then I got the standstill. The only one I didn't beat was the carpenter dude. Just because um, I read that, like, you don't really get anything. But I think no, I did all there those was ones. nothing there. Yeah. Um, but once you get standstill, everybody is. Mm-hmm. Did you, you? So you killed. I think so. It's the one you get from OD. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you fought OD, right? Yep. Yeah. So once you get standstill, everything is pretty much marginalized as far as boss fights. Cause mm-hmm. you, you can just freeze their attack. Hit him like nine thousand times. Yeah. Unfreeze, dodge, then freeze it again. And hit him. Yeah, it's awesome. Times. I love it's that. Super shit. awesome. It's such a good sense of like empowerment. Yeah, which but just being I able love. to run through the map at high yeah. speed and just like yeah, high jump, run yep. for through the sky while through you're high the jump. entire yeah. segment. It's so fun. Like that takes me back to like Symphony of the Night Endgame. Mm-hmm. Just like just being the the king of that castle, right? Like yeah. no one. No one, no one in this plane of existence has any kind of power that can compare. Yeah, you're yours. essentially God. Yeah, you're the God of this realm. Yeah, and uh, so that part is super fun. I did start shard hunting because I know you can get the glasses that make you have infinite mana. Yeah, but I was not. It gets frustrating. That is true. The RNG is frustrating. And then also at a certain point, you're so strong that you kill everything anyway. So the idea of like being even more powerful is fun and cool. And I totally get it. But it did. Once I realized like, oh, I can destroy every single boss very easily with no challenge. It was like, I guess that's what DLC is for. But it was kind of like, I don't, I felt like I was, I got my money's worth. And once I realized how easy farming gold was. Yeah. 
Like there's spots where you can just run back and forth across the yeah. lamps and just yep. get your gold, like get the gold fine thing all the way up. Yep. And you're just getting like 2,000 like every time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can just buy 32 Bitcoins and just have all these yeah. weapons. And um, But again, that's a good example, which we've talked about of a game that's not afraid to break. Yeah. Which I fucking love that. When they're like, yeah, if you want to break the game, go ahead. We don't give a shit. You don't have to. But I like, do too. There's an ex- I respect that. And there's just such a beauty in like having all the stuff in that game and just flying around and just murdering everything. Yeah, and the like, way, like like you said, the being able to move at supersonic speeds yeah. is just so satisfying and fun. And you're just like, you don't even have to stop and attack so you just run through it and it'll explode and you're just like, whatever. Especially once you get the feel for high jumping and yeah. running. Mm-hmm. So you're at the point where you're just like, you know, you know you're going into a big room and you're just like, high jump, high jump, high jump, yep. high jump, <laughs> speed run to the right, high jump, high jump, and you're just bouncing through the map yeah. right like just where you aren't even fast traveling anymore because it's lame right yeah. like it's just not as fun as running through yeah. the map is um yeah it's, it's, a, it's a really it's a very well designed game it feels so good mm-hmm. it feels so good it's yeah it's intensely good yeah i really love it yeah. i had so much fun with that game i am curious to see what all the follow-up is it, i think it'll be cool next year or like a year from now jump back in and be like oh yeah let's just see what what's changed and what's in there i'm interested to see what they let you take with you into yeah like uh dlc mm-hmm. you know what i mean like are you gonna hit a grimmy for a moment i suspect they probably will let you take stuff because it seems like that kind of game where they're like yeah i sure. do too and you kind of like have to in some way like just like symphony of the night when you started over playing that game, like it immediately became a like rush to certain items so you could yeah be what you once were again, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and so it because it feels so bad to not be that anymore. Yeah, you're like right? uh. there's no gratification in like earning it again. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like a hindrance. And if you release DLC and it's constantly like that reset loop, no one's going to be interested. Yeah, in that would be annoying. Unless it's new characters with new abilities. Yeah, that would be cool. That's probably what new they'll ca- do. Yeah, if it was new characters, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, and but I don't like the cast that much. No, I don't think it's particular. Like I don't remember anything about story. I'm I already saying, forgot. If you were one of the characters existing in it, maybe Zangetsu I'd play. I think he's the the one that they've confirmed. Yeah, but the other ones I don't think I'd want to play. Yeah, I don't even remember. Well, there's the Maybe Alchemist. like the villain. She was kind of cool. Yeah, she was okay. Yeah, she was all right. Yeah. Main um, character's cool. Yeah, my character's dope too. I like when you get the last armor, it actually changes your clothes. Yeah, that was cool. You know, and you're like, oh shit, like this is this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> shit got real. Yeah. And yeah, the whole thing about how you have to like do the blood moon, like slice it, mm-hmm. and then that whole thing is very cool. It is very cool. It's very old school, but yeah, I, I was very pleased with that game. I definitely feel like I got my money's worth. Yeah, it's funny, like having not beaten it and seeing the reviews and people are like, oh, it's pretty good. And you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. But once you get through it, you're like, oh, this is great. This fucking game is awesome. Yeah. Like fuck everybody that yeah. doesn't think it's awesome. Like, no, totally. They did a really yeah. good job. Yeah. Um, it else? really is a great example of like, this is what we're doing and they did it well. I'm trying to think of what else I played this week. Um, I played a little bit of the Apex solos and that'll kind of lead into our other topic. I'm trying to think of anything else I want to talk about before. Oh, I played some Grand Theft Auto stunt races. Oh, interesting. Um, Grand Theft Auto is a weird game that I just like randomly jump into yeah. and play hardcore for four days and then don't play for two months. Um, I had some friends that just were like doing races. Like, I want to do races and the stunt races are so wacky. They're kind of fun to just queue into and just run while you're doing other things. And I spent all my money on cars. 
because <laughs> custom cars are so fun to have. Yeah. And so, you know, I had like $3 million or something. And I just blew all of it on cars, like, which is like two cars, right? Like, but <laughs> I blew it all on cars. That's fun. But it is fun. And it's fun having like the dope, super pimped out cars when you go to the races. But uh, so I did some of that. And then, yeah, I played some of the Apex solos. And um, that'll take us into our next topic. Okay. I guess I'll talk about this now. Um, and this is kind of, I just want to get through it now because it makes sense. Um, but this is a bit out of order. Um, have you seen anything about the Apex solos yet? I know I sent you the articles or the Reddit thread today, but before that. No, I'd heard a little bit about it, but no, I don't, I don't really follow Apex at all. I don't think we really talked about it last week because we recorded a little early. But Apex launched um, a new patch with like an event. It's called the Iron something mode. Iron Crown mode, I think it yeah, was called. Yeah, that sounds right. And um, so the kind of thing in this event that people were excited about was I had a solos mode, which has not been an Apex. So that yet. means finally that you can play by yourself. You don't have to have yeah, two other people. Yeah. Why, the, why the fuck did it take so long? 60 teams of one. Yeah, that's awesome. It is awesome. There's some not awesome stuff about it. For one, you can queue into it as a group. No. Well, that kind of defeats the point, doesn't it? Well, you're not a squad. But you could might you just, as well be. Yeah, you could just make yourself a squad. Yeah, then again, I guess you could just do that anyway, right? Well, not, real, not really. No, because it's randomized. It's randomized what game you get into. This one, you're in the same game. So they should have a. They should just have two modes, right? One where you can do that and one where you can't. And everything else is the same. Wouldn't that solve the problem? Because like, if people want to play together, they can. Well, you still can. I mean, squads still exist. No, no, but I mean, like, they should have two different versions of solo. One where you can queue as a group and one where you can't. You shouldn't be able to queue into solos as a group. Well, I mean, if they had a mode for it, then why not? Because no one would want to play that mode. Well, good. Well, <laughs> then it's like, why have it, right? You just shouldn't be able to play solos as a group. I just if you like, want to play I as a group. Like options. If you want to play as a group, just play groups. But what if you want to go in and kill all the people who are solo as a group? That's what it is. Yeah. That's fine, but they should have a mode where you can't do that as well. But it's not fine. That's it's cheat. It's literally <laughs> it's not cheating if you, if the mode is designed to do that and you know what you're getting into, then it's but fine. It's literally cheating. And I think you're right that no one would do it. Yeah, but it's great because you're basically solved. saying then why don't you just have a mode where you can cheat? Yeah, they should have a mode where you can cheat. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> crazy. I like I like options. But, What's wrong with that? So that turns into everyone queuing as a group getting on discord yeah that is very weird jumping together that seems like a pretty obvious yeah. oversight right and mopping up on fucking solos which is lame but they also released so they teased out they're gonna be all these new skins and stuff for the mode right previously you kind of earn those skins through playing the modes which was cool um so this mode drops and you cannot earn the skins you have to get them from packs right like uh, crates Loot boxes, basically. Loot boxes. And the loot boxes are $7 a piece for a random Wait, chance what? to win one of the for skins. For one? For one. How the a, fuck? A random chance to win one of the skins. There are... And that's the only way? Yeah. What? There are 24 loot boxes. Or so there's 24, 28? There's 28 unique items. So you can buy... So you get one of those. Are there duplicates? Box. Um, no, duplicates turn... Well... There are, but you get one guaranteed from each box. Oh, okay. So, so you, you won't get to... a duplicate in each of those boxes, but you can get duplicates of other things. But the duplicates are... You don't actually get duplicates. Those roll as currency or shards. Right, right, right. Right. So... Uh, That's hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. And uh, 
Apex has this thing called heirlooms, which are extremely rare items. There's only one currently in the game. Well, two now. One of them is a blade, right? The knife, right? Yeah, you were which talking about Which is $500. <laughs> so it seems a little high. It's random in chests, right? In any chest. But, and those chests are a dollar a piece. But you have to open 500 chests for a guarantee to get it. So right. you could get it for a dollar. Maybe. But, but no not. one's getting it. I spent... Statistically, that's unlikely. real talk. I spent one hundred and twenty dollars on chess in that game. Wow! I do not have it. Wow! Okay, um, and I bought them in the very beginning when there was yeah, no I remember other that. items. Right? I remember that. Um, so everyone got mad, of course. Um, well, uh, like you just said, of course. But seriously, of course they did. Why the fuck wouldn't they? That's absurd. Well, what's really absurd is if you buy. So if you unlock every item, then they'll let you buy the heirloom for twenty-five more dollars. Oh, that's nice of them. So it's like two hundred and twenty dollars, I guess, if you want to buy that heirloom outright. That's insane. Yeah, and afterwards, this stuff will all enter the general pool, right? Which means you'll never have a chance because it, it, you'll get some of it, but it's all random so out of lame. a thousand items. So you'll never be able to like force the rolls on this stuff. And you know, people, no one knows about this ahead of time, right? So people don't realize that they're not going to be able to earn these or buy these. They're going to have to like play into the seven dollar slot machine to hopefully get the one they want you know people have like a main like yeah. you like playing bloodhound you want the new bloodhound skin keep buying seven dollar boxes and pray because that's the only way you're getting it right Dude, that's a lot of money seven dollar what it's a what? lot of fucking money right that's bizarre it's, it just seems like such a it seems like they just pushed it way too far it's super bizarre right and to me these things like these things reek of a company who is not hitting the revenue they hope for and are just like, let's lean into the fucking whales, right? Yeah, seriously. Like, like they'll spend all this money. They'll spend. We can. We know we can get them. I bet the math is how much do whales spend on events? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Let's make everything two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's about the sweet point where whales will spend it. Right. It's so cynical. It is so cynical. Um, the real shitty part is so they launched it last week. People spent all their money, rolled their dice, tried to get their favorite skins. I didn't. had a friend that spent 50 bucks. Uh, didn't. I didn't spend any money because fuck Apex and this stuff. Yeah, you've already spent enough money. I've already spent enough money. I'm done with their stupid games. So today they announced. Today is Friday. Um, what's the date? The 14th? It is the 16th. The 16th? Today. Today's Friday the 16th. Uh, today they announced that they made a big mistake with these loot boxes. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm sure they're. We really, made I'm sure big, they're really, really sorry. We made a big mistake, guys. Oh, uh, guys. Whoops. So, uh, starting on 8:20, this is their statement. We will be adding and rotating all 12 of the event exclusive legendary items into the store over the course of the final week of the event. Um, the regular legendary skins cost 1,800 Apex coins, so 18 dollars. Wow, that's uh, a lot. You will still be able to purchase Iron Crown Apex packs. For 700 coins, so $7 if you choose. The store schedule will be as follows. So here's the schedule. So basically, they're saying, you know how last week we told you you had to play the slot machine if you wanted these skins? Well, you guys kind of stopped doing that. So now you can just buy the skins outright. Yeah, and, which that that whole that the, that apology that that that's the part that gets me. If they had just said that, what you just said, it'd be like, wow, you guys are fucking assholes. But hey, whatever, yeah. I get it. But the fact they're like. 
you know, we miscalculated. We are so sorry. We betrayed your trust. Like, fuck off. Yeah. You, you did a totally draconian money-making scheme. And when, like, you realized either it wasn't working or the lash, you know, the the backlash was too high, you, you, were, you were like, oh, shit. Well, and I, you know, I think the real crummy thing to me is it's not even the backlash. Like, I don't think the backlash motivated this. They're probably much. not. I think it gave them an excuse, right? Yeah, that's probably true. They're like, cool, when everyone gets real mad, this will be a perfect opportunity to shift gears, yeah, which I think we were going to do anyway. I think they knew this ahead of time. Yeah, of course. I that's what's so annoying, they that they pretended it was a miscalculation. And they were like, hey, guys, you got to roll these slot machines if you want to get these skins. It's the only way. And then a week later, they're like, all right. This, we got the whales. There's no more juice coming out of this machine. Yeah. Um, let's open it up for the people that aren't going to spend $250 so we can get some money out of them, too. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and kind of... Painting it under this guise of like, we listen. Guys. That's the part that annoys we me. We heard you. It's so and you don't, sh- manipulative. You don't like the way we did this. We are so sorry. We we didn't know. We just didn't know. We we didn't know that you guys weren't going to like this. Yeah, Obviously. We made a mistake, but because we love you guys. Yeah, we'll give you the opportunity to give us more money. You can give us 20 bucks for the skin. <laughs> or you could still spend seven bucks on random packs. Because you know what? We're all about choice. Yeah, we're all about letting you guys do... You, you, earn the, you can earn the skins the way you want to earn the skins as long as we make a lot of money while you do it, yeah. okay? And if you already spent $200 because you really wanted that Bloodhound skin, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, get fucked, idiot. Yeah, get fucked, you dumb idiot. Because we already got your money. Yeah, we got your money. And then that, those people are going to be like, well, fuck you. I'm going to switch to another game. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We got so much money from you. Who keeps a shit? Yeah, I mean, they already won on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even my distaste for all this is just like... So what? You gave us 120 bucks. You spent more than you've spent on most games. Like, move on with your life. Who cares? Yeah. You know? That's fine. Like, it is. Oh, no, no, for sure. And and to be fair, you got many, many hours of fun out of it. It's yeah. not like you got ripped off in yeah. that. It's just, like, it's easy to be like, ah, I you didn't know, mean to enable this shitty machine. And what's funny, you know, it's my disappointment in games like Apex. And my disappointment, you know, this kind of rolls back to even, like, Destiny and stuff. It's like the potential of those games, right? Yeah. Games that feel so good and look so nice and are so fun at their core yeah, and do something a little new. Yeah. And then like all this minutia gets layered on top of them. Yeah. And just drags that it just, down. Yeah. It just right? starts to crumble under its own weight. Yeah. It's just so much weight to put on top of it. And it really just like takes so much out of kind of what it, it kills the magic of it. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know, for sure. it's like, you know, it's like the, it's like an $18 churro at Disneyland. It's like kids love Disneyland. Because they don't know churros cost $18. Yeah, they have no frame of reference. Yeah, they have no frame of reference. But it's like once you're the one no, that's totally. like... That's a, that's a good analogy. You know, and everyone's like, you don't have to eat a churro. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you still see what's going on. Don't re- I mean, I don't dislike Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. I do. I mean, it's okay. No, it sucks. I thought I will say when I was at Galaxy's Edge and the Star Wars robes were like $140. And I was like, this is literally just fabric with a clasp. Yeah. Like in a very specific place on the is, earth. This is nineteen dollars yeah, at best. Tops. Um, I was a little grossed out by it, but uh, but yeah, it's similar to that. Like once you kind of start to see this, like yeah, behind the facade. Well, that's I think another reason I enjoyed Bloodstain so much, right? People are complaining it's kind of janky and glitchy, and all that's true, and it's not particularly new. But there's something about where I was like, they would never, they don't do any of that shit. No, it's no. like here's a game. It's yeah. pretty fun. Check it out. And it is fun. And I loved it. And it was totally worth every dollar. 
Miriam's dope. And that's not to say, you know, people who spend money on Apex or whatever. Of course, whatever you want to do, spend money on it. But it, there was something really nice to see the other side of the spectrum, which is, hey, we really want to make this game. Give us some money. Oh, thanks. Here's the game. And everyone's like, cool. This is exactly what I wanted. Thank you. You know, it's just a nice transaction. Yeah. And the fact that supposedly it'll be, even if even if they hadn't promised any DLC, I'd still be perfectly happy with the amount of money I spent. Yeah. I've spent a lot of money on Overwatch. Not a lot, but probably, I don't know, 50 bucks. I've bought skins for myself, bought skins. I spent a lot more than that. I don't know, for people. Much. And I think I have no problem with that. Like, I like, I think their monetization model is great. As far as they're not free to play, though, that's the difference. Yeah. But I have no problem with Overwatch's loot boxes, I think. I've never encountered loot boxes that I think are more fair or more simple or more like elegantly implemented. My only issue with Overwatch loot boxes isn't their their level of fairness. I feel like they open the door to like yeah. a level like a level of post monetization on yeah. retail games that no, you for pay sure. money for. They, you, absolutely, you could argue they are the ones who fucked it up for everyone. I mean, and it's funny we say that because Call of Duty was doing it before them. But for some reason, it's like, yeah, but fuck Call of Duty. You know, like, it's fine. And then once Blizzard kind of normalized it, you're just like, fuck, this is... Well, again, they gave it that that Blizzard polish. Yeah. Like, oh, which the, is why it works. But yeah. also, yeah, totally. People were like, oh, shit. And the fact they did it fair doesn't mean everyone else is going to. No, they kind of... But I like they haven't budged, really. They just... Yeah, and it's they fine. They keep it kind of the same. And I think Overwatch is a little boring, but... Yeah, well, speaking of Overwatch, the reason we're recording a little late is because I... Was at the Overwatch League yesterday. Fucking esports, bro. Yeah, it was a little esports day. Yeah, yeah esports uh, expedition. Yeah, so it was fun, man. It was in Burbank. Have you been out there to the Blizzard? I guess it's just the Blizzard Arena, it's called. No, but I drove by it last weekend. Oh, you were in Burbank? Maybe it was the weekend before. Yeah, it was in Burbank. Yeah. I went on the WB tour. Yeah, it's right over there. And it was right next to Warner Brothers. Yep, it is right over there. Uh, it was fun. Went in. I went with, with the office. It was kind of a company outing and... Uh, Showed up there. I walked in, and one of the matches was actually ending, which was funny. It's small. It's smaller than I thought it would be because this is like a. It's not. You know, it's just a season game. It's like whatever. How small was like? How many seats do you think it was? Uh, well, a lot of the seats were on the floor. There was probably I don't know. I'm really bad with this sort of uh, spatial estimation, but maybe like 200 seats. Yeah, and then there was like stands, which there was probably 300. I don't know. I'm like really, pictures, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really bad at this. It was, it was pretty small for an arena. That said, it was very fancy. Like the whole thing's a screen. So they do things like when they'd load Hanimurase, the entire walls would turn into the map. Mm, that's it was fun. very cool. Uh, and then there's just a big screen in the middle and then a bunch of, you know, the, the place where the, the players actually play. Yeah. It was cool. And because it wasn't like a champion game or like, a, you know, a world championship game, it wasn't a, an important, important matches. You know, there was some fans there. There was one person dressed like May. It was like a very low key. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of cool. It means there was no issues with parking or it wasn't crowded. You didn't feel stuff like, you know, there were some pluses to that, but it was fun. And, and watching it really made me think about a couple things. I'd love to hear your thoughts on one overwatch is really fun. And like the way they design the characters and the way they, they, you could tell they created it for this purpose partially and did a really good job. Like the characters are so recognizable The some of the people I, I was with had never played Overwatch and they were asking questions like, who's that? Why does it look like that? That's so cool. And even that was like, oh, good job, Blizzard, you know? Yeah. Cause if you're playing, if you're watching Counter-Strike, you're not thinking like, whoa, that character looks so interesting. I want to know more about terrorist. I want to know more about that terrorist. What's their childhood like? But they're asking Why like, are they planting bombs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a lore video. Yeah, save that hostage. Yeah, but it was interesting. Just being like, they did a really good job with 
just the whole game yeah. is so polished and interesting. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about is esports in general, how it's kind of weird how the whole, it's basically just a giant marketing tool Yeah, it is. for the game. And, and that's not a bad thing inherently. There's nothing wrong with it, but it, it was kind of weird. I was like, why are we all like cheering for a team that was designed to get us to essentially buy more loot boxes, right? Yeah. I mean, really at the end of the day, that's kind of what all this is for. I mean, and, it's a little uh, gross the way it's happened to kind of games. You know, I feel like yeah. sports are similar, but at least there's like this facade of like gamesmanship yeah you don't it. and you don't pay for to play football no or basketball you know like you do really i'm sure you could argue but there's something a little bit different about oh buy overwatch for 60 bucks and then watch people i mean i don't know and yeah i mean the nfl's selling jerseys and doing sure. all that but but so is overwatch and also they it costs 30 bucks to play i don't know yeah. I, I don't know it's bad necessarily but it was something that clicked with me and i was kind of like oh, it kind of made me like it a little bit less yeah i don't disagree um and, you know, I think League's kind of the epitome of it. Like, I've yeah. been to LCS a few times, yeah, which is their kind of sports arena, which might even be a little bigger, but is I'm similar sure it is. in kind of scope. And, you know, um, it's strange. I think esports is just such a strange space because it's not about gamesmanship. And if it was, I think it would actually succeed more or have more of a uh, following, right? I think, yeah. I think the fact that it's – and I guess because I work in the – tech industry and like and like the retail tech industry you know you see this kind of like uh merchandising driven oh yeah um kind of mentality that goes into these kinds of things and it's so prevalent in esports right like it's so obviously pay to play um it's so obviously like pay to be involved in the space and do you want your logo on the stage on the uniforms yeah. on the in the game on the bar like you yeah. know it's just everything no for sure i think i think you're right on it that you're close to it i'm sure if you work in advertising for the nfl you feel exactly so i'm sure yeah. you're like god this is so like transparent but because you're close to it i totally agree and even what i'm doing now is very close to it and uh yeah, I agree. It does kind of give some insight. And like, makes it a little harder to enjoy because you can kind of see the machinations. Yeah. I and mean, you could be like, oh, that's probably 50 grand. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I, I, I was even like, I, I bet I know the person who, who like, sold signed that, that deal. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and that really kind of takes you out of the fun of it. And not even like how much it probably cost. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like God, like, you know, I wonder how long they got. I wonder what the duration on that run is because yeah. they, they got to be getting 20 grand for each one of these. Or, yep. You know, and it's. Yeah. It kind of takes the magic out yeah, a little it's, bit. It's pretty gross. Uh but also, like, you know, I think for Overwatch, especially, like, I think Overwatch has real uh, issues with the gameplay. And, um, you know, and I think what I was going to talk about that when you're talking about, like, Quake, right? Like, the kind of mastery aspect of playing those games. I feel like Overwatch does so much to divorce itself from that specific instance. There's a few characters that are very heavy in that. But for the most part, Overwatch is a game of uh, cooldowns. You know what I mean? Much yeah. like a like MOBA or like League. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really based in like ult pushes, yeah. right? So like ult generation, ult generation. Yep, that create, is something they talk a lot yeah. about. Create a mismatch in ultimate timings. Yep, and use that to push, right? Yep. And um, and I don't think that's as exciting to see, right? I think visually it is. It can be. But I think once you start understanding the meta, I agree. It's like, oh, this is a totally different game. It's just a matter of, yeah, picking the right characters. And yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, there's still a lot of cool stuff. Like there was a great Hanzo and uh, it was fucking cool. He's just wrecking shit, hitting people from across the map with his like perfect arrows. I mean, there's still a lot of that, but I do hear you for sure. I think if the game was about that, you know what I mean? I think that would be very exciting. Do right? they even have a mode where you can disable... 
Ultimates? No. There probably isn't custom, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you couldn't. It's weird that they don't. No, they don't do that. Because the games are just bounced around it, you know? Um, and now, like, they're going to force two two twos. Yeah. You know, now you're even more so stuck to that, right? Because, like, dive comps could be strong before you go without ultimates, right? Where you could you could kind of force early engagements with the... With a, with a comp that could just jump on them pre-ults and, you know, wipe and push. Um, but now you're really going to be stuck with, like, two tank, two heal, two yeah. DPS, uh, generate ult, and kind of move forward, right? And, you know, it's just, it's not that fun, you know? I, I think that's why MOBAs get, draw such a bigger audience, because even though it is about that, it's also about these kind of uh, outplays, which are really big and that's kind more of like e- chess. easy to see, right? Like, um um, where I think Overwatch doesn't do as great at exercising that. Totally. I totally agree with you. I still think Overwatch is incredibly fun to play. That said, I do. Th- it does feel like they're leaning harder on trying to monetize OWL over the player base. Yeah. And like I'm sure the competitive players are, I don't know what their thoughts are. I've never been competitive in Overwatch ever. Um, but I'm sure, I don't know. It, it always feels like they're making the game less fun, I guess. Even, yeah. Even while they're adding characters and modes. And I think for casual, Overwatch is so fun. And that's how I play it. And they're always changing it. And it's simple. But I think if you really do try and get more invested, it does sometimes feel like there's a weird middle ground where they're like, yeah, we don't care about you. We care about the meta and the top tier players. Yeah. And the people you're going to watch. And goofy or, fun. Or just goofy fun. Yeah. But the people in between who might want to take it seriously, I think kind of get fucked. It's like the middle class, man. I was getting fucked. Middle class just disappeared, bro. <laughs> Fucking one percent. But anyway, all that to say, it was it was an interesting event. I'm glad I went. I enjoyed it. Uh, and seeing how young those kids are is always funny too. You know, babies. Literally, like I was just like, I kind of feel bad for them too because you know they're famous sort of right now. But this is like probably their most awkward time. Yeah. <laughs> like looking and feeling and like, and it is kind of sad out. You know, in ten years or when they're our age, they'll be like. Sucks. There's all these pictures of me at my, you know, at my most awkward and my worst. Well, that's why funny. I always felt bad for that girl, uh, Giguri. The I thought was on Shanghai, but maybe she's not. Yeah. Um, you know, she's just like at this age, like such a vulnerable age, right? And being like, yeah. and you know, like I'm glad she's gotten to become pro and um, has enjoyed success. You know, in yeah, the of league. course. But you know, I just feel like two sides of this, like two sides of a very like kind of vicious kind of argument when she came came to be were like yeah through no fault of her own through no fault of her own yeah we're very interested in kind of pushing their agenda through her as a tool yeah on both know? sides yeah on both sides like you know like she doesn't and she said as much as like she doesn't want to be like this uh embodiment yeah, of just like want to fucking play feminism Overwatch. and girl power right like like she just wants to play the game and you know if people think she's good enough to be pro then put her on the team or not you know it's it's and it's like you know, she's a she's a young woman trying to like figure herself out. Like she doesn't need to be like your like your um, I don't even think of the word I'm talking. I'm trying to think of pawn. Yeah, your pawn or your um, you know kind of like uh, representative in this space. You know, like yeah. um, on either side on again. either side yeah. of anything, right? Like like that like, yeah, sucks to be a lightning rod without without yeah again through no fault of her own. Yeah, like have your own presence in this if you want if you're so engaged in it right yeah just because you see someone else kind of grow it's a and i i use her as an example because it was such like a big story and so clear but i think this happens to everybody you know i think 
uh, you know, like Sonic Fox being like the gay furry fighting game player. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so easy for people to make him the enemy or the hero. Yeah. And in some ways he's embraced that more than others. But, you know, it's it's just got to be hard to be, you know, I think he's a little bit older too. But, you know, you're 19, you're 18, you're 17 and, and everyone's looking to you to be this. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm both like you're getting hate and yeah. love and maybe you don't want either. You don't want either of it, right? Yeah, or maybe you do. Or maybe you do. Maybe but yeah, you, no, I hear you for sure. It, it's a very awkward age. To, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I think that's the point is it's yeah. just such an awkward age to deal with even deciding if you do want it or Yeah. Not. And how would you know? How would you know? How would you know if it's good? Mm-hmm. How'd you know if it's healthy or bad Yeah, or bad? Like you don't like, and I, you know, I think the good can be as unhealthy and as toxic to you as the bad. Yeah. You know, no, for sure. And then, yeah, having to deal with all that at an awkward age is kind of interesting. I kept yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. Esports, bro. It's pretty interesting. Cool. Pretty cool. I'll be very interested to see where it is in 10, 15 years. All right. I got, um, I got another segment I came up with. Jesus. You just got fucking segments on segments. I, I love it. segments on segments. I'll really? be honest. I came with a segment, but don't got a lot to add to it today. <laughs> That's okay. But I like, I'm excited about the segment. Anyway. So let me get straight. We got ads. We got segments. Like, is yeah. 30 Is thirty it? Are we, are we it. the real shit this now? This is the fucking big time. <laughs> so this new segment is called the Final Fantasy 15. Ooh. Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Interesting. Why 15? Because we get up to 15 minutes to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that's what i was hoping you'd say yeah i don't want to talk about because i was gonna say i have nothing to add i have not played Final Fantasy 15. it's hot trash don't play it it's but 14 though i got 15 minutes to spare i'll tell for you everything about Final Fantasy 15 in like three minutes if you ever want to know how about we'll do that next time okay that sounds fun actually you can summarize apply in three minutes so i haven't really gotten to play much Final Fantasy 14 this week so it's a rough time to roll this out but I love it, and I want to talk about it anyway. Well, here's what I think, because I actually did want to talk to you about this. Oh, there was something actually in the news uh, about it. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I want to hear what your idea. I kind of got stuck on this mission, and I burned me out a little bit. So I actually haven't played in like a week. I went into the gold saucer, uh-huh. got my MGP, still trying to get that million million point mount. But I got a little burnt out. What happened? What happened, baby? I just got stuck on this mission where I'm trying to do. I'm trying to steal the Magitek armor. Uh huh. And I can't do it. Sid keeps dying and it sucks. You can do it. I no, I can do it. it. I tried so many times. It's a fate? Yeah. It's like it. Yeah. It's you, like instanced. Is it the one where you're inside and you got to fight the different camps? No, it's where Sid shows up and you have to fight a Magitek armor and defeat him. But no matter what I do, he dies. Did you Google it? Yeah. And they're like, get to level 50. And that's where I was like, damn it. I don't want to get to level 50. I mean, I do, but I want to keep playing the game. Anyway, the point is I do not want to get burned out. I want to keep playing because I really like it, but I kind of got stuck. And I was wondering what you do in that situation. You know, when you kind of get stuck in a game and not like you're hard stuck where you're like, fuck this game, but where you just kind of feel like, I don't want to deal with that right now. Um, I'll deal with it later. And then all of a sudden two months has gone by and you realize, Oh shit. How do you, when you're in that situation, like, you don't want to be, how do you power through it? I feel like Final Fantasy XIV has a lot of that. Yeah. This is the first time I really encountered it. And I, I again, I'm not saying I'm not going to keep playing, but I, I just feel like playing other games is really not, doesn't feel like there's an obstacle in my way. Yeah. No, I understand. And I think it's hard. I think there's a lot of those moments where you kind of fall off because you're just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's funny being a black mage. I think you hit those a lot. Yeah. Right. Like there are a lot of points, especially in fates where you would jump into them. Just be like, I can't fucking do this. Like, I, like <laughs> exactly. I, cause I can't tank. Yeah. I can barely cast because I'm like drawing aggro from like 13 dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't do anything here. Yeah. Right. Um, but you, you, you pull through, right? Like you, you use all your items. You, 
load up on potions, you yeah. eat the best food, yeah. you know what I mean? And you kind of like find a way. Well, I guess I mean more like psychologically, how do you be like, all right, I got to push through this instead of being like, oh, I'll go play Quake. I usually just go play something else for a while. And then you come back to it. I come back once I get the yearning, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of where I am. I think you don't feel bad about that. You know what I mean? I think that's a big, totally. a big part of it is like, you're allowed to be like, all right, this game's got, I, I need to pause from this right now. Like I am like stubborn sometimes with that where I'll like throw my head against it and then get mad and make like a mean Reddit post about how like I'm tired of this fucking game and it's unfair. I hate and, these stupid spy missions yeah, in Warframe. Yeah, I, I still hate that shit. <laughs> that, that's every time I play Warframe. That's exactly that feeling though. That's, yeah. exact, that's a perfect example because every time I play Warframe, I'm having fun. I'm, I start spending some like 10 bucks and I, you know, get some stuff and uh, I start to play a couple missions and I get to a spy mission. I'm just like, I fucking hate doing these. They're not yeah. even that hard. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I think they're fun. I have to do it. I'm just not going to. Yeah. I'll just shut the game down. Yeah. And I just don't come back. Guess what? There's other games. Yeah. I just don't come back. So, I mean, Warframe is a perfect example of that. Yeah. And, you know, I probably should just power through those things. I just know that in Warframe, that doesn't stop. They keep coming. Yeah, that's true. So that's kind of why I'm so turned off on that. If it was one or two, I would just be like, I'll figure it out. I'll get through this, right? But yeah. it's like they they continue to exist throughout Forever. the existence of that game. So it's like enough's enough. But what I did want to talk about, and I saw this in the news, um, Final Fantasy fourteen developers plan to convince condense the base game's main story. I did see that. This is a reoccurring theme where every time I do anything in Final Fantasy, right after they go, hey, it's let's make coming, it better. It's not coming for a long time. Yeah. So Well, that's what they say about the FF8 remake right after I beat it. Yeah. Um, but according to this, it's long in the works. This is a Polygon article by Julia Lee. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I mean, I think the title is basically yeah. the whole story. You can always look it up if you uh, want. I think it's some of the post, actually post-game quests for Rum Reborn. There's a hundred quests after you beat Rum Reborn to... Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. To getting to Heaven's War. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but you know what I mean. Uh, they're better than Realm of Born, I feel like. And I think some of the primal fights in that section are some of the cooler fights you get to do uh, up until that point. And I guess even in Heaven's War, I haven't had a lot of great boss fights yet. So uh, maybe even further forward. Uh, and honestly, you're almost done with Realm of Born. If you're already yeah, I'm, I'm at level 46, I think. Yeah, you're so. basically just about done. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they're talking about condensing those. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I think it's good. I don't know how much they're going to condense. I guess is my concern, right? Um, yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. What does it look like? I guess I would have to see like what it is after the fact because I will say like, in retrospect, I feel like. Not all those quests, but a lot of that was very important. Like, I feel like if they minimize that story, or cheapen that story at all, I would What be... if they just made a lot of it optional? Like, they just boost huge XP no. gains for, like, some of them, and then the rest, no. they're just like, eh. well, At least, like, the main beats you have to do. Well, yeah, so what if you just had to do those? I guess that's fine. I mean, I don't know. That's, yeah. There's a lot we'll of trash out. quests in that section. I think they could yeah, cut make, it in make half Make those optional. <laughs> I think they could cut it in half and still hit the stuff you need to do. I mean, I think the biggest thing is they can make a lot of those quests more straightforward. You know, you run into a lot of quests where it's like, you know, the chain is like, talk to this person, go find this monster, yeah. go back and talk to this person, go find this other person. They're going to ask you to fight a monster. 
go talk to the first person. Yeah. And they're going to have you fight a primal. But yeah. it's like 15 steps, right? They could make that seven steps. Make it two steps, right? Yeah. Like, I think they could really minimize those down to a... Well, and like you said, I think the reason they're structured like that is because they were essentially trying to buy time, right? So yeah. it makes sense that they did it that way, but now maybe they don't feel... They feel a little unwieldy. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how they do that. I'm curious, too. Yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. But um, in retrospect... And in closing, I love Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. yeah, that's why I want to get back into it. Because, like, some games, if I don't like it enough and I get stuck like this, I just be like, cool, I'm not going to play anymore. I don't give a fuck. Power I'm trying to get better about about not giving a fuck as much and not feeling obligated to do something I don't want to do because that's yeah. insane. But this, I'm like, yeah, I just need a little break. I'm going to try. Maybe this weekend I'll try and power through a little bit. Power through, my friend. That felt like 15 minutes. Yeah, it was pretty good 15. <laughs> I think we were a little short, but that's okay. That was the Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> you know what I like about this is that we could talk about any Final Fantasy game. During that 15 minutes, We could. Because right? it's, it's not... It's called Final Fantasy 15. I could talk about 3, 6, Just eight. not 8. I'm going to talk a lot about 8 when the remake comes No out. talking about 8 aloud. Whatever. You're a hater. 9 we can hate, talk about. Hate. If you want to talk about 9, I'll talk to you about 9. 9's good. Yeah. Stupid last boss, but... I like 9 because it prominently features a black mage. Yeah, I was going to say. You just like 9 because Vivi's the best. Yeah. And he is. Yeah. And it has tons of black mages. Yeah, there's like clones. There's like, yeah, there's like a whole thing. With I them. remember the music in the black mage village was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, I'm gonna, I want to play through 9 now. Actually, just talking about it, it was like, gosh. Yeah, the Android ports are really good. Is it? Yeah, it's great. It looks great. The, the touch controls are really good. they have good. a Switch port for it? I'm sure they do. I'm going to play it on Switch. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow, we're, we're going. We're really going for it today. But I got an email to read. You got what? An email to read. Oh, shit. Nice. I, wa- I want to make sure we read it. Hey, we should always make time for the people. Uh, I'm going to try not to get too spicy about it. Oh, um, saucy. I know. But it's just because it's something we've talked about a lot. So I don't need to reiterate too much. I okay. think I'll just try to answer the question. Okay. Uh, hi. So Tony far, so good. Or hey, Tony and Leo. Hey. The name of this email is Ep- Epic Steve Stupidity. Mm, that's fair. Hey, Tony and Leo. I'm going to come right and say it. Come right out and say it. I think the whole Epic Store Steam Store controversy is fucking dumb. Dumb in the way that people are literally up in arms over clicking another store launcher on their desktop. It's not like Epic is forcing PC players to buy another console to play their exclusives. Unlike console exclusives, where if you wanted to play an exclusive game, you're stuck with having to cough up money for the console that game is exclusive to. Yeah. Am I missing something here? Or are, in a mocking voice, PC Master Race gamers that entitled? (laughs) Or is it really just a case of man-children being louder than the vast majority who doesn't seem to care? P.S., it's awesome to know you guys are enjoying Final Fantasy XIV. Nice. You guys should check out the Fall and Rise of Final Fantasy XIV video series by Speakers Network on YouTube. Hell yeah. If you want to know what 1.0 was like and the changes they made. Nice. I would, I'll definitely check that yeah, out. I'm Thank check you for the suggestion. Um, I didn't even sign a name. <laughs> Just like, fuck you guys and fuck your whiny bullshit. Well, not, I mean, I think that's that's a very good question and pretty articulate. Like, I, no, I think he's stupid. He's a stupid person. No, totally. I get it. But hold on. First of all, I think it is a good question because from the outside, it does seem... Because they're not wrong. I want to hear what you got to say. 
Leo, go. Okay, so I don't think they're wrong in that it's totally true that if you're a gamer and you want to play a game on the Epic Store, it is just a matter of downloading and launching a new game. That's it. It really is that simple. How could you say this? The only thing is when you start, if you're really interested in sort of the, the way all this industry works, it is a little more complicated than that in that their business practices are pretty sketchy. The launcher itself is kind of shitty. There's a little more going on than just, I think, people saying, I have to download another launcher. Although that is kind of annoying on a totally, in an entitled sense, because it's kind of a shittier launcher. Um, that said, I have the Epic Store launcher. Tony likes to give me shit about it, but they give away games all the time. I downloaded, I just downloaded Hyperlight Drifter for free. Fucking what year awesome. is it, bro? Hyperlight Drifter? Yeah, well, you, you don't this have it on your good. PC? I do now. Wow. Congratulations. So anyway, as someone who uses Epic Game Store, but someone who probably will not be buying Borderlands 3 on it, even though I want to play Borderlands 3, I, I get where they're coming from. I think it's a little more complicated than you made it out to be, but I totally hear where you're coming from. What do you think? And again, let's, you know, let's not spend too long on this. I know we could. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up the levels yeah. on a recording. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to take it a little easy here. All right. I'll put on some meditation music for you. Um... Okay, I feel better. I think uh, I think he's right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, <laughs> some good meditation music. No, I think uh, a lot of it is uh, people that aren't necessarily like hardcore PC gamers. I think for them, it's hard to understand what PC gaming culture has kind of always been like, um, what it's kind of becoming, what the expectations are. I think when you're a console gamer, and I'm not saying this person is like a console plea, but I know this person. They play a lot more games on console. I don't think they have a Windows PC, but I think they have a Mac. Ooh, right? A little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, Sorry, you just got doxxed, whoever you are. Yeah, you got doxxed. <laughs> uh, you know, I think when you're a console, when you play games on console, I do too. Yeah, so um, we both do. Everything just feels like, well, you just start the game. Who cares? Yeah. You know, nothing changes, right? And, um, and I think that's fair, and I think that is true of playing console games. And I think you see... You know, well, you know, Forza's only on Xbox, but, you know, you can't play this on PS4. And it's like, yeah, but that's very different, right? Like, like that's because console manufacturers publish these games, right? Sony spends a lot of money making sure that Last of Us or Naughty Dog games are Sony games, right? They buy studios or they pay for publishing rights. They fund the games in development. Uh, they make sure that those games are... Um, are funded and paid for to be on their platform. And in that respect, I think they they have uh, every right to kind of claim exclusivity on those games um, and make sure that they're their own and not let other people publish or put them on their, on their uh, consoles. Uh, on PC, it's very different, right? Um, PC has always been a very kind of open place to purchase games. I think people see Steam and think that Steam is somehow like an exclusive marketplace, right? Like, like... Oh, you can only get that on Steam, but realistically, a Steam game can be sold anywhere. And yeah, uh, that is true. People don't talk about that enough. Like people, Steam is not a console. No, and it's a very it's a means of distribution, and a very easy one. So yeah. a lot of times, that is the only way you can get something because it's so convenient. But you're totally right. It is. They're not saying you can only put this on Steam, except for I guess Valve games. Yeah, Valve games. But that's that. They're published. Those games. They're all which are fine, there's like right? three of them. And believe me, there's every publisher has their own launcher for the games they publish. Yeah, it sucks. The big ones, which sucks, but no one gets... <laughs> totally. People don't like it, but people aren't yeah. on them like they are on Epic Game Store. I think that's very true. Very few people are right. like, fucking Ubisoft has their yeah. own launcher. I hate Origin Launcher. Yeah, I think it, it runs so bad. Yeah, it does. And 
fucks with my game so much. I don't like Ubisoft's launcher either. I don't like any of these publisher launchers, but I accept them because they publish and make these games. It's, I think Battle.net's all right. Battle.net's okay. Yeah. Because it's okay. been around for 500 years. Yeah, for 500 years. Uh, but, you know, a lot of games I own on Steam, like if you bought them through Humble Bundle or uh, a third-party website and didn't buy them from Steam... You know, you have the option to get non-DRM versions of those games. Yes, which is great. Which is great, right? If you want to store that game on a hard drive and have yep. it forever and play it in 100 years on a Windows PC you got, you don't have to connect it there. You can just play it. Yep. You know what I mean? You own that game. Yeah, right? that's why a lot of people like yeah. good old games, too, because they're really good about that. And Steam has no problem with that. Steam does not try and prohibit you from doing that. Steam does not uh, give you beef for doing that. I've had great customer service experience with Steam. Yeah. Um, Steam to me has been, uh, you know, I didn't like it when it initially launched. It was the beginning no, of this digital age. Did. No one did, but I think they've shown that um, that you know they want to keep a PC environment that is open, right? That is allowing people to kind of interact with it how they want. Yeah, it does kind of. You do kind of get the sense that Steam is as popular as it is because it's well made. Yeah. And like the reason I use it is because it's super easy to use, and I, I agree that there at no point, and I don't know if this is true, but at no point did it ever feel like they were forcing you, or that they were like, "Nah, fuck you, you can't, you can't use the, you can't, yeah, like you said, you can't use this, you have yeah. to use Steam." I never felt like I was more like, "You can use Steam, it's super convenient," or like you I'll can do, you know, buy it straight from the publisher or whatever. Like I'll say, I even I bought an extra copy of Final Fantasy XIV one time, the Steam version. Yeah, and I didn't realize I still had access to the square version. Right. And I told Steam, I'm like, Hey, like I accidentally bought this, but I have the other version. Can I get a refund? And you know, they're like, we can't actually refund it. Cause, uh, square will ban your account. If you like yeah. refund against the account, they're like, but we'll give you credit for it. Yeah. You know, like, like they weren't like, no, you have to play it on steam steam. You know, they were just like, yeah, that's fine. You know, you can play it somewhere else. Right. Maybe cause I'm, have had an account forever and I bought a bunch of stuff and maybe they see that. I don't know. But even that but speaks highly. Yeah. yeah regardless, uh, that wasn't really an issue. Um, Epic game store has done the opposite. They've allowed, they've allowed steam and competitors to market these games to, um, inform audiences, allow pre-orders and then snatch these games away and for lock them into exclusivity deals. Uh, they forced, uh, gamers to, um, uh, to kind of play, uh, how they want on a, inferior platform with uh a worse refund policy um worse features they just got cloud saves like this week you know like there's all just a lot of negatives to interacting with that store not least of which is that it pops up in the background whenever a friend logs in and alt tabs you out of your fucking games man yeah it's like it's not a well-made launcher even epic games right like you can be playing fortnite and your friend logs into fortnite and it literally alt tabs you out of goddamn fortnite like like that's maddening like that is yeah. a maddening thing to have happen you've already got seven launchers on your on your pc because you play games they're all fighting for update times. They're yeah. all, you know what I mean? They're all like gobbling down RAM. They're all gobbling up RAM and trying to run their updates all the time. Yeah, like imagine a console, like this on console would be every game you have. Well, I guess this does happen. But if every game you had required like its own like little company launcher that you had to open, wait to load, wait to update, log in, and the game yeah. would go. Yeah, and if different passwords. You have to reset your password every once in a while. Yeah. Can't use the same one through all of them because, you know, so yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just don't have to deal with that on a console, so it's easy to, to not understand how irritating it can be. Yeah, and, 
you know, and I think uh, another thing is if you're going to kind of buy into this digital purchasing age and no, you know, granted, like we know we don't own these games. It's a digital lease on these games, which is all the more reason that you want to be able to lease these games from a company that has existed for a long time, has kind of shown a commitment to keeping their products live, to keeping things available to you, which Valve has done. Epic has proven that they will shit and shut down shit that they don't find profitable anymore. Yeah. Right? Paragon is not available. If you spent money on Paragon, fuck you. It's not here anymore. If you spent, you know what I mean? If you spent money on Unreal, good luck. Right? Like, we're not doing it anymore. It's, it's not like just that, oh, we're not supporting anymore. It's like, you can't play it. Yeah. You just can't play it. You know what I mean? Um, that's not to say that's what they're going to do with their digital games management. Right, but it's kind of the example we've gotten. It's like I wouldn't buy games from Google, right? Because Google shuts shit down all the time. Yeah, you know, like, like it's like that. Don't invest your money. You know, don't give them money for things you want to have forever. You know, like or for a long time or as long as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, the example I gave to my friend when we when I yelled at him was, um, it's like going to a car dealership, trying to buy a car, right? And, and you're at the dealership and, uh, and it's like, all right, well, here's the price, you know, bumper to bumper for 2000 mile warranty. And, uh, you know, uh, here's your quote. And then you come back the next day and they're like, oh, we don't have any cars. The guy across the street bought all the cars and you're like, oh, okay. And the guy across the street's like $500 less, no warranty. You're like, I don't want that. And he's just like, okay, then you can't have this car. Yeah. And you can't have the fucking car. Well, I'll just go to another, I'll go to another dealership to get it. And Uh they're like, no, they're, they're all here. They're all here. We got all of them. Yeah. Don't be fucking entitled. Buy this car. Yeah. You want the car. So just buy it. And you're just like, but I wanted the features and the security available. You're being an entitled baby. Yeah. I wanted the features and security available from this other dealership that I actually have had a relationship with and have kind of grown to enjoy that business relationship. Yeah. You're like, no. Like, well, did you make the car? You're like, no. Did you help make the car? No. no. We just paid the people who did. But that guy sold me the car. Like, he did the work and made me want to buy this car. And it's like, yeah, we know. And you're just like, fuck, man. That's frustrating. Although, yeah, I will you know, say, like, <laughs> no, I think that's an interesting analogy. But I think the piece that you did not mention in this whole thing oh, is that the developers are, Epic is not stealing games. They are convincing developers to, yeah. to do it. So yeah. it's not like, the develop you made it sound almost like the developers have no say in the matter, but the developers are going along with it. Yeah, they're for shit, they're a shit bags too. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the question. Because <laughs> that is an important distinction, though. It's not like they they don't just like buy a game. Like it's not like Borderlands Three. Yeah. They're like, I can't wait to be on Steam. <gasps> Fuck Epic bought us. It's like, hey, here's a fat ass check. Why don't you come over to Epic? And Borderlands like, okay. Three is the perfect Epic game. Yeah, I could see that. Randy, Pitch, is, Randy Pitchford, Tim this, Sweeney. This is coming up. from someone who really likes Borderlands too, but I totally agree with you. Even like the tone and yeah. the... Randy Pitchford and Tim Sweeney teaming up to fucking enrage gamers. <laughs> it's like... It's kind of perfect. It's like the ultimate buddy story. It's the ultimate fuck you buddy story. It's funny. Um, it really is. But no, you're not... I mean, I agree with you. And I, and I think that, you know, um, I think there's a place for that too. Like, you know, we talked about Ooblets last week. And that announcement, how it went badly. And then one of the things we kind of talked about then was like, you know, I think that there's a place for especially indie devs to be like, we need cap, we need an injection of capital. Yeah. We want to make a great game. We really don't have the means to make it with what's, yeah, we we have have. the talent, but we don't have the capital. We appreciate our Patreons. We appreciate whatever got us to this point. And we want to, we'll give you 
the game or bonuses or whatever, right? But at this point, we need capital. That's not Steam's business to provide capital to indie devs. Yeah. Epic does. We're taking them on as like a publisher for this game, and it'll be on the Epic Game Store. I think that is so reasonable, right, and so acceptable. And I think it would be hard for anyone. I mean, people will be jerks about it, but I think as a as a rule, as a whole, I think people would be very understanding to that message, right? But that's still not the message you get when these. No, I you agree. Know, that and, would be that would actually be a smart message if they kind of lean into that more. Yeah, that probably would have been. Uh, the more and more I repeat that mantra in my head, the more and more I think that what happened last week was on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? The more and more I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a really simple, easy way to message this that sounds like very appealing and very easy to stomach and um, and makes sense and is smart and, um, and would be just so hard to argue with. It'd be so hard to be like, no, fuck you and your exclusives. It's like, wow, you're being a real asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one would be able to back that person up. Yeah. Right? Um, but, you know, in, instead you're just like, fucking epic, fucking Marxist whatevers and these entitled gamers. Well, here we go. And they're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, here we go. Um, you know, I, I, I think we've kind of gotten back into more than we probably wanted to as far as answering no, this question. But, but I think, no, I think that's a good answer. It does kind of peel a curtain back to, you know, it's really, I mean, really kind of, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, you and I, and God bless you listeners for sticking with us. I know. But um, if you have, <laughs> I think the main thing that you have a problem with and that I think makes sense is really the marketing side of it. Yeah. Like, don't you, I think like the way Metro went down and the way Borderlands went down where it's kind of like the way they come in at the last minute. And lock up that exclusivity. Like, I think if it weren't for that, even just that one thing, if they yeah. weren't doing that shit, that alone would have, you know, that's a huge reason people don't like him. Because they're, yeah. yeah, they're letting someone else do all the work and make it seem like it's going to be accessible to everyone. And then at the last, not the last minute, but well, in Metro, it literally it was, was the last, last minute. minute. Just be like, oh, actually, you have to come to us. <laughs> yeah. And, and whether the developers were a part of that, which they were, because they got a lot of money. So yeah. they, they deserve some responsibility for making that decision. Although, again, whether it's the guy coding the game or, you know, his boss, the CEO, you know, that's a whole other discussion. It's probably rarely the guy coding the game. Right. But that's not really, uh, that's not Epic's fault, you can yeah. argue, or Steam's fault. That's, you know, they, they were like, hey, come to us. We'll give you more money. It's business. That makes sense. That said, I can see why it's kind of irritating. And then the fact that the Epic Store launcher is shitty is definitely doesn't help like you know, if it was vastly superior to steam in every way that would be ca- probably still shitty but at least it'd be a different conversation there's one thing i'll give steam a lot of credit for and that's not like joining in on this yeah you know? I, I like that too they're kind of playing the yeah like just kind of laying back and like letting it happen and being like we just we still just want to be a, a great open marketplace that yeah i people, mean i mean and, and make millions and millions and, and, and millions of dollars but that's why right like yeah, yeah like, for sure like They've stuck to that message since their inception. And um, by sticking to that message now, when they could really strong arm Epic and what they may have so much fucking money, right? Like they could really create a yeah, Does anyone even know how much money they have? Like they're so too much. They're so secretive about they're that. So secretive. It's gotta be too much fucking money. But you know, like um, you know, they could really turn this into a really ugly yeah. situation that was bad 
That was just bad for everybody. No, I totally agree. I think I think they didn't. The fact they didn't lean into it at all, or even as yeah. far as I know, publicly address it in any real way is pretty. No. It's cool. It's cool, and I think because I think Epic would love that. Epic would. Tim Sweeney would. It would make him so happy. It seems like he's been trying to pick a fight, but the fact. Yeah, he's just starting to look responding. like an asshole. Yeah, you totally. know what I mean? Because he's just like, yeah, fuck it, Steve. Yeah, fuck you. And Steve's just Steve like, just turns away. Come on, man. You know, and it's just like, oh yeah, fucking turn around, pussies. And you're like, yeah. All right, man. Like, if this is who you want to be, just be this person. And, yeah. and, you know, like, I feel like this might be my opinion because I'm not an Epic Game Store fan, but I'm not, like, the biggest Steam fan, even though I might sound like it right now. You definitely do. Um, I mean, I don't dislike Steam, right? Yeah. They haven't given me a reason to dislike them. Yeah. So, I guess I am a Steam fan. But I'm not, like, a Gabe fan or anything. But, you know... Um, well, it's I not knew- like if Steam fucked up, you wouldn't... You'd be like, no, they didn't fuck up. Yeah. They, uh, no. You're not, like, a... Yeah. You're not a Valve... I've known... I've known who Tim Sweeney was for a very long time. I never knew he was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? And now I'm just like, wow. Like, you're a real fucking piece of work, man. Like, that's that's why I'm like, yeah, fucking do some launches, Randy Pitchford. Like, you guys are made for each other. You know? <laughs> and it's like... It, Tim it's, and Randy. It's not something I would have thought about him previously. Yeah. Like, I've heard his name before. I know he's a big part of Epic and, um, you know, the engine and getting everything launched. And it's just like... Now you're just like, oh, come on. Like, I guess if this is who you want to be, like, be this person. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess uh, hopefully we answered your question. There. No, I think we definitely answered it. Um, one last thing I want to touch on because I just saw the story in Kotaku, Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier. For reporter, the win again. Reporter extraordinaire <laughs> dropping the hot, hot stories. Oh, boy. I haven't heard this one. I'm excited. Uh, you might have heard it. Uh, let me pull it up real fast. Have you heard of this uh, Microsoft franchise called Halo? No, Halo. Is it about angels? Sounds, sounds it's about be- angels. Sounds yeah. beautiful. It's about an angel named Master Chief. Whoa. It's a very yeah. angelic name. It's a very angelic name. And uh, so, sorry, I was going to make a joke, but then I couldn't think of the joke. What would be great is if this story has nothing to do with Halo. And <laughs> you just wanted to see if I'd ever heard of Halo. <laughs> Halo Infinite creative director leaves company. Leaves Bungie? Yes. Or 343. No, three, three. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Tim Longo, creative director for the upcoming Halo Infinite, left developer 343 Industries this week. Kotaku has learned. It's part of a leadership shakeup that arrives late in the development of the next Halo game, which is scheduled to release in fall 2020. Longo, an industry veteran who also served as creative director for Halo 5, has moved to a different role for a few, a few weeks ago, according to two people familiar with going on at 343. This week, he left the company entirely. Hmm. When reached by Kotaku, Microsoft confirmed Longo's departure and sent the following statement. Roles and responsibilities of various team members regularly evolve to meet the needs of a game throughout development. We have recently had two, devel- two changes in the Halo Infinite development team. Our executive producer, Mary Olson, will now take charge of the campaign team on Halo Infinite as the lead producer utilizing her experience at 343. Uh, additionally, Tim Longo has departed, and we love him. Um, Chris Lee will now be in charge. That's the whole statement. Uh, that's kind of the whole story here. There's not a lot to it. Um, what does it mean? Is Halo Infinite falling apart, bro? Maybe. Well, Is I Microsoft guess, dissolving into yeah. nothingness? I guess Microsoft's done. I think I they're don't, done. I think they're done, yeah. I think Halo's going to be an Epic Game Store exclusive. <laughs> By the end of the week. By the end of the week. Well, I guess the real question, and really the only way this is a story, is if he got fired or not. I think they always get fired. Yeah. 
I feel like that's always the... Or at least it's like, yeah, it's one of those things where they let him quit. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. That's why I'd be interested to know. Maybe he's just like... Maybe he just decided to fuck video games. I feel like when they don't get fired, they announce it. Yeah, they're a little clearer about that. They're like, hey, I'm going to this or... Yeah. I've decided to retire and they're having a retirement party. Yeah. Right? And when, when it's like, oh, this person's just gone. It's like, oh, You know? like uh, Yeah, no, that's true. It's interesting. You know? Um... I don't have anything to say about it per se. Just uh, interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, and it, I, I, I have real concerns with what Halo Infinite is going to be, and like if it's going to be good at all. I don't think Halos have hit the mark for a while, and to see. Um, well, I mean, there has there was Halo Five, which I guess people didn't like that much. Didn't hit the mark. But Halo Four, everyone loved. Uh, I don't. I, I haven't played. I don't give a shit about Halo at all. So, but I remember reviews for Halo Four were excellent. I liked Halo Three. Yeah, I didn't like Halo. I don't like Halo. Yeah, I like the music. Talk about fucking space boots that fly around, though. That's like it's, I don't like that shit. So I, I don't like Destiny that, that much. Excessively space boots. Yeah, that's true. Right. They, like they really kind of lean in a little bit. Yeah, it's like crazy space boots. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. I think uh, Halo's had a tough time. I am like. I don't think Microsoft knows how to make games, so... Apparently not. I just don't like... Although, apparently, Sea of Thieves is getting pretty good, but I guess that was rare. Yeah, and I just... I don't know what to say about Microsoft. I am... <laughs> they're they are bizarre. Like, constantly just shocked at their inability to make <laughs> I games. I don't know what they're doing. And, like, the only games they're making are, like, the sixth and seventh series... In a series of games that haven't been popular in 20 years, it seems like. Yeah, it's very odd. Right? Another Gears, another Halo, another Forza, like... Yeah, it's the only thing they can sell. It doesn't. It just. It's so weird to me. It seems like a small, yeah, small, small demographic too. Yeah, a small pool of that fits a small demographic of players and mostly console players. Yeah, but hey, all the best to them. I hope. I hope Halo Infinite is amazing. That'd be awesome. And I think they're doing a great job of making platforms. I think that's what's so strange about it. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I think. I think Mixer is in such a great place right now. I think you're doing really well. I think people are very excited about Mixer. I think once. Now that people have kind of started to move over and kind of look at Mixer, I think people yeah, see are what really, has to offer a little bit. Yeah, I think people are really into the offering and kind of the platform itself, which I think is very exciting. That is cool. I think Games Pass is cool, even though I don't like any of the games on PC Game Pass. I feel like it's very limited because, you know, it can't compete with uh, like other PC sales platforms. They don't want to give away games that people are buying on Steam or whatever or Windows Store. Um, but I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea. It is price yeah, right it's, and it's different and it's different um but god their games are fucking so bad well something that they're bad they're, they're just bad. they're not even they're not even yeah they're not even they're not like even. i don't think they make bad games they just make games that nobody gives a shit about and yeah. hasn't in years no offense to like the developers working on gears 5 you know all the again hopefully it's great that would be amazing but it is odd that they just refuse to take any risks or yeah, and especially then, when Sony and Nintendo are just fucking wrecking it with exclusives and like unique new IP exclusives. Yeah, and right. Like, yeah, like interesting. And again, all Sony does is just buy studios and make them work for them. It's yeah. not like they're making games themselves. That's what's so weird. Like that, it, it's really just money and just buy a good studio. I don't want to use the word courage, but they are definitely willing to let ambitious studios do interesting things. Yeah, and they've been very fortunate so far. Yeah, and I don't know if it's. I mean, I don't know. I just. I honestly think Shuhei Yoshida is a genius. Yeah. Right? Like, that guy has been at the helm of all these, like, third-party studios and making all these games and, like, kind of nurturing these projects. And they just have been fucking 
bangers, right? Just bangers. Yeah, just, even even Days Gone, which I know it was sort of divisive. I think it sold incredibly well, incredibly well. So even right. like even their quote unquote bad game, which by all metrics was not a bad game, yeah. it was just you know it wasn't Horizon Zero Dawn or fucking Spider Man. But even it still sold incredibly well. So yeah. they know what they're fucking doing. I'm and then just, Nintendo's doing their own thing. But like Astral Chain, we talked yeah, a little bit about yeah. that game. Looks fucking sick. The, the looks, Switch is killing it now. Yeah, all Astral of a sudden, Chain it feels like the Switch is like, oh shit, there's a lot of good shit on the Switch. All yeah, of a sudden, Astral Chain does look really good. I know. I'm really excited about that. It looks fun, and it's such anime bullshit. I love it. I'm but so it excited. could be the right kind of anime bullshit. Yeah, I mean, like Fire Emblem's kind of the right kind of anime bullshit. It is for sure. Know? Fire Emblem hits it for me almost, but. I also I also really like the idea of like a fighting game or not fighting but like action. Yeah, I mean, I'll with say open this, world elements, that like, sounds cool. My biggest issue with Fire Emblem is the Fire Emblem stuff. Yeah, I agree. You know, like the the battles, I, I think kind of suck. Yeah, they're okay, but yeah, that's not why I'm interested. I really like running around and talking to people and exploring Garakmacht. If that game had more concise fighting segments and everything else, I'd love. I mean, it's the same thing with Persona, like. I love Persona, except for the dungeons. Yeah, but like, you know I mean? like the dungeons and Persona are so much better than four. They though. are better, but I'm remember just, four sucks. Four like, were like a hall, like a yeah, a fucking nondescript hall. Yeah. Like, and then like random shadows. Yeah. The music was sick, though. Yeah, the music was sick. But that's what I mean. Like, you know, I love all that bullshit, right? And so it's like, if just give me less. Yeah. Of the actual game part, because I like this other part way Well, better. but that's what's kind of cool about what Fire Emblem's doing. And what I, all kidding aside, something I really do appreciate is when they give you choice. It's like, yeah. if you don't want to do that, just auto battle that shit and put it on the easy setting. And you really don't have to worry about the battles. Yeah. In fact, you can turn off all the animations and just be like, oh, I, I lost. Okay. Like, load. Or, oh, I won, which I think you'll usually win on easy yeah. if you're like. So, like, anyway, the point is they give you that option, which is cool. Yeah. I wish it was just. I wish the battles were smaller. Yeah. No, I agree. I, that's my least favorite part, too. Having this huge but squad. But then do you love Final Fantasy Tactics? That's the same shit. I feel like Tactics... I feel like your squads were smaller in Tactics than that. I don't think and so, And the dude. maps I were think, small. I think it takes longer No, in the tactics. maps were tiny in Tactics. Yeah, maybe. They were literally like like 12 pixels, like 12 squares by 12. Like you were on top of each other from the very beginning. Yeah. You were fighting on round like round one. Like you were like... Yeah, I guess that's true. Bam, orange. I feel like in Fire Emblem, you got to move all 11 of your dudes like three times, like 40 fucking moves before you get to like even being in combat range a lot of times. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just crazy. It feels crazy sometimes. Well, what's interesting too is I'd imagine this is like the most polished version of that. So Uh it makes you wonder like, you know, the Game Boy Advance Fire Emblems or fuck all the way back to Super Nintendo or wherever it started. I bet those are just brutal. Yeah, I played the, one of the DS or 3DS ones, and yeah, I felt like it was a little smaller in a sense because uh, of the way the maps were laid out. But maybe it's because you saw the whole map. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of it too in this one's because you're scrolling the map around. It feels really big. Yeah, I bet if you saw it like in a box and how many squares it actually is, it wouldn't look so big, right? Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just so. It's to, it takes so long. these things take so long. You're just no, like, I agree. I'm like I'm gonna play for half an hour, which is great unless you're in a battle. Unless you're in a battle, yeah. which is great if to get through the rest of the month. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, all right. Uh, I think we need to wrap it up. But this was a good. This was a real banger. Hey, you know, 30 episodes. Let me just say thanks again for for all the work you've been doing and getting us this far. I really appreciate it. And let me say. Thank you, Leo. Oh, it's been my pleasure. And we'll continue to be for another 30. For And then I'm done. No, I'm just kidding.
Okay, I mean, 60 is pretty, 60 is pretty reasonable, good. you know. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. We love you. And uh, go play some games. Yeah. And hey, send us some emails. We'd love to hear your thoughts oh, yeah. on whatever. Go to techyatpodcast.com. You can find everything there. Or techyat.pizza. Or techyat.pizza. AKA the best pizza site around. The best pizza site on the internet. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Love you.